Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio, our heroes endeavored to finish clearing Firehammer Hold. Like a good team, they stuck together and carefully looked for traps. Until Esmir decided that there was a good exception to her stick-together rule. Mining cart ride! You supers stopped getting drunk! Cranky winches were inspected! Heroes were totally irresponsible. Handbrakes did not work. After Jake's joyride and finding no secret rooms or bad guys, the party stumbled upon a strange apparatus that turned out to be the deadly dining hall fire trap. And it still had some highly flammable fire juice still inside it. And so the extrapolating began along with some combustion. With the upper section cleared out, the party headed back down to the dungeon. There they opened a very, very smooth secret door. Beyond it, they found a statue, an ossuary, some of Jack's ancestors, and what is most likely an evil demonic type of boss. Who is this infernal boss-like person? And what does he want? Can a person really try to not get bludgeoned? What is the difference between extrapolate and extract? And will Jake open his adventure land when he retires? Or will he forget to do that too? Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. Over here, I, I found something that says Iron Fist on it. And Jack runs over to you all excited. He's like, praise Dumathoin, could it be? And then you all hear a voice emanate from inside this chamber. Uh-oh. It's a deep demonic voice. Oh, and it says, you're not Malifarn. Oh, <laughs> Could you be the master? Uh, the master? <laughs> and then the voice says, Well, well, if it isn't the bumbling adventurers who've been foiling all the Red Wizard's plans. If we're foiling so many plans, how are we blundering? Yeah, he got you there, buddy. <laughs> and then, in the center of the room, above you, appears an image that towers over you and shimmers like heat waves. It's the image of a hulking devil with red scaly skin, huge horns, and enormous wings that wrap around its body like a cloak. And he leans forward and glowers at you, revealing his razor-sharp fangs. Oh boy. You've also been messing with my plans. Okay, well, we're just gonna go now. It was nice meeting you. (laughs) <laughs> it was nice to meet you. Something tells me that this isn't the guy who who watches over the dwarven dead. 
Jack says, that's that's definitely not Dumathoin. <laughs> that's a fiend. That's a pit fiend. Ooh. And then the fiend says, So, if you're here, that means you've defeated Malifar. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. You caught up. Yeah, he, he kind of lost his head in the middle of things, you know. Yes, he was overconfident despite my warnings about you. Yes, well, now he's over his life. I think that was the last thing he said. I should have listened to the creepy master guy. (laughs) No matter. He served his purpose. And all your efforts are in vain. For the work is nearly done. But since you're here, on my turf, I will take great pleasure in dealing with you myself. Well, Mr. Pitfiend, what do you say that you, uh, come back after we take a long rest? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. You're all very witty. I've been watching you over the past several months. Jake, the knowledge cleric. Esmir, the divination wizard. Colin, the battle master. And Elric, the... Wait, where's Elric? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. And the pit fiend sits up, and he leans forward and looks down on Elric. I sense a different soul, a powerful soul, who is promised to serve me. Uh-oh. Mm. And then Elric yells out, the, the Lord of Albion serves no one, you, you fiend. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. But a deal's a deal. Nothing. Uh, yeah. I think you did something dumb, Ulrich. <laughs> I, I made no deal with this, this devil, I swear. Well, perhaps your memories haven't fully returned. And then he uh, holds out his hand, and a metallic cube, like a, like a puzzle box, appears there. But fortunately, I have it all right here in writing. Now it's time to collect. And it looks like I'm getting paid back with interest. Two solos for the price of one. Now that's a good deal. It actually might be worth all the trouble you've caused. Time to come home, Ulrich Albion. You've put this off for long enough. And Elric scowls at him. Bring it on, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You'll need an army to take me anywhere. I doubt that. And then the door to the ossuary slams shut. And on the floor, there suddenly appears a glowing red circle of arcane and infernal runes. Ah, great. Oh, great. A portal. Here we go. A portal to hell. That's all we need. And then the circle flashes a bright red, and the room is suddenly filled with smothering heat and smoke. And then, from all around the room, the burial niches explode, sending bone shards and uh, chunks of marble flying at you from all directions. Everyone, roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy. Eight. Six plus. 21. Five. Three, I got an 11. I got a six. Yeah, big time. All right, let me roll for the other guys. There's those guys and then the other guys. 
<laughs> and the other guys. Uh, Elric rolled an 11, and Jack rolls a 14. All right, so um, all this shrapnel of bones and marble flies through the room and slams into you, and you all take uh, five points of bludgeoning damage, except for Jack and Cullen, who just get scraped for two points of damage. And then, emerging from the dust and smoke, you see... Sheer. Sheer. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Somebody well, it's cool. hard to tell who it is, because slithering out of the smoke are six blobs of flesh. And they each have a vaguely humanoid head and torso, and a permanent expression of anguish twists across their blobby faces, and their feeble mouths are all babbling. <laughs> and they look like this. Oh. oh, they look like the blob. Yeah, they're like blobs of flesh and uh, body parts, you know, all smushed together. That's disgusting. Wow. You're, uh, and they're called uh, Lemuries, huh. and you're surrounded by them. Roll initiative. Mm, boy. Jack rolled a six. Four. I rolled a nine. Twelve. I have very roll. Roll lows. I have low rolls. And Elric rolled a five. Oh, they're going to go before we do. All of them. And Jake, you suddenly have three of these things around you trying to take you down. The first one attacks and misses with a 13. The second one attacks and misses with an eight. And the third one tries to slam you with advantage and hits with an 18, doing one point of damage. It just scrapes you with its blobby arms. <laughs> blobby. And Esmir, one of these blobs emerges from the smoke and attacks you and hits with a 15. Okay. Well, then I'm going to cast my shield. Ching! All right, so it tries to grab you with its globby, fleshy arms, but instead it slams against your magic shield. Get your gross flesh off my shield. <laughs> Cullen, uh, you suddenly find yourself flanked by two of these uh, disgusting blobs, and they attack with advantage. The first one misses with a 12, and the second one... Hits with an 18, doing two points of damage. Okay. All right, so Cullen, you're suddenly engulfed in smoke and heat, and two of these hell spawn are trying to drag you down. What do you do? All right, so I'm going to um, use my action to disengage and move over here to help out... Uh, Jack, can I still attack from here? Yeah, number five, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna use my action surge to um, attack. Okay. So I will use the vicious battle axe single-handedly. <sighs> Nine. Damn it. You hit. Nine hits. Oh, they're not hard to hit. That's good. They're blobs. They're just creepy blobs of flesh. And your sword sticks into it like it's like a <laughs> lump of clay. Like pudding. <laughs> like the sun like the Christmas pudding. Yeah. You got it your takes put, nine you, points of damage. You gotta put your foot on it and pull your sword out of it. Then your foot gets stuck oh. in it. <laughs> Second hand. Fifteen. I'm assuming hits. There it is. Fifteen hits. 
The sword does oh, only six points of damage, but then the third swing, the axe comes in again and gets a 22 and does eight. Exceeds points. Nice. Status dying. Dying. They took him out. Nice. Three hits. Oh. Jack, let's wait for them to come to us. <laughs> well, yeah, they're all on me. Oh, well, then let's go over there. Good plan. <laughs> all right, Esmir. Uh, these uh, gibbering, dis- uh, disgusting blobs of flesh have suddenly appeared from a. Uh, uh, an infernal portal, and one of them is on your shield, and your shield suddenly vanishes. What do you do? I'm gonna, um, first I'm gonna shock and grasp creepy blob guy that's on me here. Okay. All right, shock and grasp. Natural oh, 20. Yes. Natural 20. <laughs> right on. Always a good time when that happens. Took some extra electrocutal damage. And you turn him into a puddle of modeling clay. A bubbling pile of scum. Whoa. Whoa. 15 points puts it into heavy. heavy. Okay. Now I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to go over here, but in between Elric and Cullen. Okay. Good move. Can't get flanked. Can't get flanked. And Jack is going to uh, run up to the Lemurie. He's he... pissed too. He should get advantage of being pissed. <laughs> yeah, he's like, damn it. Every time I'm about to make a discovery, something bad happens. Yeah. So he uh, rushes this blob get him, and Jack. brings down his axe. <laughs> And he hits with a 19. Nice. Doing 11 points of damage. And he swings again. Go back to hell! And hits with a 16. Nice. And rolls a 1 on his d12, doing 6 points of damage. And then we cut to Elric. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. I just got here. (laughs) (laughs) You got some explaining to do. I don't remember signing any contracts. He's <laughs> gonna rush up to the blob that Esmir just shot, and he brings down his glaive. Ah! And hits with a nine. <laughs> These guys are easy to hit. <laughs> They're buddy. And he kills it. Whoa! One swing? Well, Esmir got that critical hit on him. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was already shik And he continues, twirling his glaive. He's in a frenzy now, <laughs> and he rushes at number three here. And he hits with a 16, doing 11 points of damage. Oh. And then he swings the butt. Oh no, a natural one. Oh, oh no. The rages, they bite you in the butt. The dwarven ale still flowing through him. What a drunk. <laughs> I could give him my inspiration. You give him an inspiration? I could give him one. I got none to give. I would too, but... I'll give it to him. Fresh out. I'll say, snap out of it, you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Get control yourself. Jeez Louise. And he's like, okay, I'm trying. Dummy. And this time he hits with a 21. Oh. Nice. Turn that around. Doing four points of damage, putting it into heavy. You're welcome. And finally, we go to Jake, who is surrounded by these uh, fleshy blobs trying to drag him down to hell. 
What are you gonna do, Jake? Just kill. Just um, kill them. I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. Ooh. They're not gonna like that. So Lemur, one, two, and three, <laughs> will be- I'm gonna get splattered. In like. the path of my um, Spirit Guardians, which are like these angelic creatures that start flitting about in a circle of 15 feet. Okay, cool. So they'll take damage at the start of their turn. Right. All right, so you cast the spell, and now spirit guardians are flying around in the smoke. Uh, so do you want to do anything else or move? Um, I am actually going to just wait and see what this does. I'm going to keep my book in my in my pocket. Uh, yeah, my cloak. <laughs> Everybody, roll a uh, history or religion check. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I can do that. Skills. I got an 18. Oh. <laughs> I got a four. I rolled a 15. All right, so Esmir, you recall uh, from your studies at the War Wizard College <laughs> that when you die and you know, you're know you an evil person whose soul is bound for hell, uh, your soul travels uh, to the river Styx, right? And when that soul emerges from the river into hell, it emerges as one of these fleshy blobs, these lemuries. That's unpleasant. Yeah, but these guys are probably like rapists and shit, you know, so fuck them. So these guys are like the concierges of hell. (laughs) I'd say they're more like the fledglings, the newborn. Yeah. Hell babies. Yeah, exactly. They're like the new recruits. Yeah. So you guys are like the peons of hell that nobody cares about. So that's why he sent you guys here to die. Oh, well, your master really loves you. Oh, but they'll just go back. (laughs) The journey doesn't end here. All right, so we go to the top of the round, and now it's the uh, Lemurie's turn. So one, two, and three. uh, Roll their dexterity saving throws, Jake, to see if they can avoid your spiritual guardians. And, okay, so one succeeded, two failed, and three failed. Okay, now roll the damage. Okay. Nice. Bazinga! 20 points. Wow. Jeez. Nice. You killed number three. Yeah, three is dead, one is wounded, and two is in heavy. Nice. So they're fl- they're flowy and they're all sweet and blah. And then, the, and then the golden light showers down on them and then they just start screaming away. And... Did you say golden shower? Yeah, golden, golden shower, shower of light. The That's golden light. inappropriate. The golden light showers down upon them. <laughs> Come on. The golden shower does not light upon them. The golden light showers down upon them and then they just start screaming out in pain. As they melt then... away. And the lemur turns into manure. <laughs> lemur. Lemur. One down, two to go. Goodbye. All right. Well, the remaining two are going to continue attacking Jake with advantage, no less. With advantage, and it hits with a nineteen. Oof. Scum sucking manures. Doing three points of damage. They're whittling me down. Whittling him down. You're gonna miss. Number two. Number two also hits, doing two points of damage. And number four here is going to turn around and attack Jack. And it misses with a 14. Its fleshy arm just bounces off Jack's dragon scale armor. And then the infernal circle flashes again. And as it does, 
more burial niches explode. And the room is again filled with flying shrapnel of bones and marble. Everyone roll a dexterity saving throw. We thought we had a chance. An 11. Ugh. One. Crap diddle hoppers. That wasn't me? No, that was me. And Elric rolled a four, and Jack rolled a 16. Everybody's getting bone sharded. Everybody's got shart in their pants. Bone shot for you. The bone shot for you. Boning in the bone shard. (laughs) Oh, no. So as the shrapnel flies through the room, you all get scraped for two points of damage, except for Jack, he only takes one point. So you guys are getting, you know, cuts and scrapes and you're shielding your faces from the flying debris. And when you look back out into the room, you see six more fleshy blobs emerge from the smoke. Not cool. Waves, waves. The room is suddenly filled with more of their inane gibbering. And then you all see in the center of the infernal circle, something different emerge from the smoke. Oh boy. It's a muscular, red-skinned figure covered in chains. Chains adorned with spikes and blades and hooks. And these chains seem alive as they wriggle around its body. And it raises its arm and points a finger at Elric. And then the image of the pit fiend hovering up there above you guys laughs. (laughs) Time to come home. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, man. And here's a picture of what this uh, chain guy looks like. Whoa. That's kind of cool. He's kind of cool looking. Chain devil. Oh, boy. Okay. So, so number 10, number 7, and the chain devil all have to roll for the spirit guardians. Oh, wow. Okay. Go ahead and target them and roll their dexterity saving throws. Okay. They all succeeded. They all succeeded. Yep, but remember, they still take half damage. Okay, cool. So the damage would be um, radiant. Ten points of damage. So they each take five. So they each take five, yep. All right. All right, so these devils appear in the portal, and they're instantly attacked by the spirit guardians, but that doesn't stop them, and they shamble forward towards you guys. And Jack is suddenly flanked by fleshy blobs, and he... um. He looks out over them into the smoke like he's um, like he's looking for something, and he yells out, Esmir, we have to try and close the portal. Otherwise, this bastard will keep sending these creatures through. Can you do such a thing? And I hear that, and I say, you've got the book. Read the book. <laughs> I don't think you can works that way. Why not? It might be that. Why not? That oh, it does? Oh, OK, maybe it works is. that way. That's what that thing in the book is. It's exactly what it is. It's a Good thinking, a... guys. That's teamwork. That's teamwork, guys. <laughs> it's cooperation. Well, I've been around the block a few times. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it too. Hey, wait a minute. No, no idea. No idea is a bad idea. Well, well, that's not necessary. Unless it's a bad idea. That's okay, unless it's a bad idea. <laughs> And then the blobs flanking Jack attack with advantage. And the first one hits with an 18, doing one point of damage. And the second one attacks and hits with a 19, 
doing another point of damage. Jake and Jack are surrounded. And then blob number 10 here is going to go after Jake. I got 14 hit points left, so this might be all they need. And it rolls a natural 20. Oh, no. Oh, crap. So that's 2d4 doing seven points of damage, putting him into the red. I was already in the red. And blob number seven attacks Elric with advantage and misses with a 13. And number eight is going to uh, slide its gross mass of flesh over to Esmir and attack. Scumbag. And hits with a 14. I gotta use my shield. Shields up! Astardo. <laughs> All right, so it misses. Its slimy, blobby arms just slam against your shield. Ew. Get your slime off me, scumbag. And then number six attacks Cullen and hits with an 18, doing one point of damage. All right, Cullen, more hell blobs have appeared as well as a devil wrapped in chains. What are you going to do? Well, let me see what we can do about taking out number six. And as you turn uh, to face the blob, you see a figure walk out of the smoke. It's an elderly woman wrapped in a ragged blue shawl. She raises her head and you see that it's grandma. Grandma who? Grandma McGregor. Yes, it's Grandma McGregor. (laughs) Who's that? And she fixes her old sunken eyes onto you and points a bony finger at you and says, they should have told you. Then a sudden sense of dread and fear begins to wash over you. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Nana! (laughs) Is this your grand-grand? It's your Mima. Your grandma's a devil? (laughs) It's a saving throw, right? Not a check? Yes, wisdom saving throw. Uh, boogers and shit. A 14. Is that enough? It's exactly what you needed to say. <laughs> so you uh, so you see Nana and you start to panic, but then you realize that it's just a trick being played on you by the devils. Mm, damn devils. And Nana disappears back into the smoke. Devils! Curse ye for putting in my Nana into this, you <laughs> bastards! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you uh, shake off the fear and continue your turn. I'm going after Limuriz number six with uh, the vicious axe. 16. 16 hits. And the damage is eight. 12 points. Uh, heavy. And then we bring the sword around and get a 14, which hits. And then we get another 10 points of damage. Is that enough to kill him? Apparently not. No. All right. My final attack. I'll bring the hammer down. Let's see. Oh. Ah, oh, ten. Which it hits? It's stopped on twenty. Wow. I know. So they're easy to hit, but they got a lot of hit points. It seems. Yes, a lot of blobby flesh to cut through. Uh, two point six points of damage exceeds by four. Dying. All right. Blob six goes down. Goodbye. I don't think there's anything. I did everything I can do that's an action that's 
that is uh, possible to do so. I have movements. Would uh, moving cause me to disengage from anybody and give an opportunity attack? Yes, from number five there. Number five? Okay, then I will stay put. All right. Nothing else I can do. Now we cut to the chain devil pointing at Elric. Oh, no. We have such delights to show you. And suddenly, the chains around its body begin to rattle and move. And then a chain covered in uh, barbs and hooks flies out towards Elric and hits with a dirty 20. Oh, man. Doing 13 points of damage. Ouch. And as it hits him, it wraps around his body, and Elric is now grappled in these chains. Yikes. That's not cool, devil man. So, Esmir, you see Elric get wrapped up in these uh, hellish chains, and this blob here is on you. I know he's on me. I can see I got his blob all over my magic shield. <laughs> yes, and since uh, it's the beginning of your turn, the shield disappears. Uh-oh. <laughs> and now there's nothing between you and the blob. What are you going to do? Um, so Esmir's trying to figure out what she can do to close the portal that he's standing in, right? Mm-hmm. And so we, I have the book with that symbol in the back. Mm-hmm. That was in the book, right? Yes, it was in Nalifarn's spell book. Okay, and what do I know about how to use something like that? Well, Esmir doesn't know a lot about portals, right? But um, she does know that you have to know the code or like coordinates in order to open or close the portal. So the circle is made up of arcane and infernal symbols. And the drawing in Nalifarn's spell book is also made with similar symbols. Okay. So you're gonna need to like magically align the symbols in the proper order to close the portal. What do you and mean? to try and do that, you'll need to make an arcana check. Oh, okay. Oh. I got a 16. Ooh. Okay, so you uh, try to manipulate the symbols, but nothing happens. You're uh, you're finding it very hard to concentrate with this gibbering blob in your face. Okay. So... Oh, you must be getting a disadvantage that you're not aware of because you're trying to, you know, thin okay, the sky Okay, so I'm off. going to... Um, and doing that was your action. Shit. I, should, I totally did that turn totally wrong. I should have moved first. Well, okay. Would I be able to roll again if I moved on my next turn? Yeah, you can try again on your next turn. Okay. But I'm stuck here now. That's the problem. Mm. That's bullcrap. <laughs> All right. Then we cut to Jack, who's got a couple blobs on him, and he's going to try and uh, clear him out. So first, he attacks number four. Get off me, Hellspawn! And hits with a 16 doing nine points of damage and kills it. Nice. And as that one falls, he spins around and swings at number nine. Back to hell with ye! And hits with another 16. Ooh, and does maximum damage, 17 points. Nice. And as Jack's hacking away, we cut to Elric wrapped up in chains and he's struggling against them. 
This isn't fair. <laughs> I have plans. Maybe you shouldn't have made deals with the devil. <laughs> Stupid. So he's going to roll a strength check to try and break free. <laughs> he rolls an eight. He can't break free. And as he struggles, the chains seem to only tighten, and the hooks and razors just cut deeper into his flesh. Mm. Damn. And then we cut to Jake, who's surrounded by blobs of hellspawn. What are you going to do, Jake? Uh, with seven hit points left, I'm going to <clears throat> burn the third level slot that, um, thanks to Esmir, I have now because of the Pearl of Power. Pearl of Power. And I'm going to um, give myself third level... Cure Wounds, doing 3d8 plus 4 healing. Please give me something good. 20 points back. 20. Which is pretty good. And Jake, as you heal yourself, you suddenly see, stepping out of the smoke... Nana? You see a withered man who looks like he hasn't eaten in months. And around his scrawny neck hangs a dead albatross. Oh my god. He raises his skinny arm and points a bloody finger at you and says, George deserved a better friend than you. And then a wave of dread and fear begins to wash over you. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Wow. Oh, you got this. I can't believe he's back. Who's this George fella? 17. All right, your fear quickly subsides as you realize that the devils are just trying to manipulate you. Be gone, spirit! <laughs> You're the reason we all died, you foolish bastard! And the withered man slinks back into the smoke. We'll be waiting for you. Fat <laughs> <laughs> So then, okay. So, um, that was as I was, uh, healing myself that happened, right? Right. So now um, I have, uh, I've got my bonus action. Um, I gotta get these guys off me. So I'm going to, I, I, the, only, the only thing I can do is huck a book. So um, I'm going to cast my spiritual weapon, the book of, of all knowledge, you say, onto Lemuri number three. 17, uh, 16 hits, oh, yeah. doing a whopping five. Oh, and it kills him. Yep, you take him out. Yeah, he was already hurting, wasn't he? He was hurt, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So at least he's out of my way. I got two more of these guys on me. Yes, and they're going to continue trying to take you down. Number one attacks. And he barely misses with a 16. Ooh. Bastard. That's because you're a pile of poo. <laughs> <laughs> And he's stuck to me. And number 10 is going to shamble closer to flank you and attack with advantage. Uh, they are all over you. I know. Miss. And he misses with a nine. Nice. Stupid Get behind me, Lemurie. You shall die. Ooh, that was very, that was jazzy. Jake, that was jazzy. I've got to write that down. And number seven is also going to join in and attack Jake. God. The heck? Jeez Louise. Oh, my. They have a taste for holy men. 
and it misses with a six. Oh man! I make it. And number eight here is gonna continue attacking Esmir. And misses with an 11. Number five is gonna continue attacking Jek. And hits with a 17, doing max four points. Not nice. And finally, number nine shambles to Cullen and attacks. And hits with a 19, doing two points of damage. All right, Cullen, there are flesh blobs everywhere attacking the party, and Elric is wrapped up in the devil's chains, and the master is up above watching it all with glee. What are you going to do? All right, um, let's see. I guess I'm just, I don't have a choice. I'm going to go after um, nine, because he's most damaged. Maybe I can fight my way through to help out check swing with the axe 23 I'm assuming that is um, dying that was it nice so um, I focus my attention to uh, five and the one that's assailing Jack and take a swing with the sword and 26 Another seven points of damage wounded. He's wounded. And then the final axe comes down. 20, natural. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. So the vicious axe gets special damage on the natural 20. Nice. Where is that blood drop? In the power section. In the powers. There it is. So we roll the damage first. 11 points of damage. And then we roll the blood drop. And another eight. That's 19 total. Kills him. He's dead by two. Nice. Splat! There's just blob guts everywhere. (laughs) It's like a Play-Doh factory exploded. (laughs) And there's pieces on the ground still twitching. And the mouth is still gibbering. I start stomping my feet on him. (laughs) You stupid blob. (laughs) Stupid devil blobs. Careful. I hear it sticks to your shoe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you gonna do anything else or move? Oh, I can move now. Oh, wow, that's right. All right, well, let's see. I'm going to move over here and give the lemur number eight something else to take an aim at, to give Esmeralda a little help distract this guy, to give her a little aid. Okay. Jack! Help Esmeralda! <laughs> then we cut to the chain devil, who's got Elric wrapped up in a chain, and he yanks on the chain, pulling Elric closer to him, oh, and uh, it causes the barbs and the hooks to dig deeper into his flesh, giving him another seven points of damage Whoa. and putting Elric into heavy. Oh, no. And then he slowly looks over to Cullen, and another chain flies out towards Cullen. Oh, no. And hits with a dirty 20. Oh, no. Doing, ooh, max 16 points. Wow. And as the razors and barbs slice you, the chain wraps around you, and you are now grappled. Esmir, you see that Elric and Cullen are both wrapped up in chains. Jake's over there surrounded by hell blobs, and you've got one right in your face. What are you going to do? I will shock and grasp Lemur 8. 
23. Three hits. And... Oh. Nice. He's wounded. Ten points. But I can disengage. And now you can move, yeah. I'm gonna uh, disengage from this blob of poo. And I'm gonna go over by Jack. Jack, I'm gonna try and close this portal, bro, but I'm having problems. Get behind me, Asmir. I'll protect you. Okay. Don't look into the hole there. Everyone's seeing their grand grands and stuff. Be careful. <laughs> Throw in tennis ball number two. <laughs> and then Jack uh, steps forward and goes after the chain devil. You let those boys go. And he swings his battle axe. And hits with a 26. Nice. And he swings again. Go back to hell, fiend. Hits again with a 23. Ooh. Nice. 16. Yeah, almost maximum. Nice. Way to go, Jack. Team. You're Man. a total badass. And it looks like it barely dented the dude. Uh, I didn't see the green bar sink much, no. 28 points of damage, and he's not even halfway down. All right, and then we cut to Elric, who's struggling in the chains. You can't do this to the Lord of Albion. And he is going to try and break free of these chains. Break these chains that bind you. <laughs> oh my god, no. True <laughs> <laughs> love won't desert you. Come on, that's a classic. And he rolls a 14 and can't break free of the chains. Oh no, man. And then we cut to Jake who's surrounded by hell blobs. Yes, I am. And they're trying to drag you down to hell, holy man. And a journey song is blasting yeah. through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the worst part. Yeah, that's the worst part. Ah, 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 no! And the keyboardist is there, and he's like stomping his foot. He's got the bangs, and his hair's feathered back. He's got the little mullet. That's that's what awaits you in hell. Yeah, that's what awaits me in hell. Totally. Separate ways on an endless loop. <laughs> that's the first ring of hell. If she ever hurts you. <laughs> Won't desert you. You know love will find you. That's an epic song. Epic. All right. Were, were you trying to do something there? Um. Okay, Jake, so why are you I'm just going to let me read number one. You're here. <laughs> I am going to attack him with advantage using a gigantic spiritual bell. And he fails. He fails. Yes, so he fails. You're a failure. And because he already has damage, then he gets 2d12 necrotic. He doesn't have much of a brain, so it probably won't That is that not going to work out good for this guy. 12 points. Um, puts him into heavy. Puts him into heavy. He's like a little red dot left. And then I'm going to... So... Uh, let me read number 10. Just happened to walk between the book and myself. So I just kind of smile at him and look out behind you, you dummy. <laughs> oh, oh, 14 hits. 14 hits. A hit. Oh, oh yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, doing 1d8 plus 4 force damage to the back of his nugget. Oh, 
12 Ooh, points. Maximum damage. Puts him into heavy. Nice. And that, unfortunately, is all I can do. Mm. And Jake, as you're fighting these uh, blobs of flesh, you see out of the corner of your eye another figure emerge from the smoke. Uh, oh boy. He's skinny, like he hasn't eaten in months, and his uh, lips are dry and cracked like he hasn't drank in months. And his arms are covered in cuts like they've been sliced over and over again. That's effed up, bro. And he looks at you and says, Jake, why didn't you save me? George? Is that George? Is that you? It is George. And suddenly, you're overcome with fear and dread. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, man. That is something, though. I have to say this, that the last guy saying that really would have put Jake into a fucking state. And now him seeing George is like a super depressing moment. Yeah. Um, Wisdom save? Yeah, wisdom save. And now he fails. Oh, shit. So he fails because it's George. And it just makes sense that he would fail. Right, right, right. He's already down from seeing that dude. And then now it's just like doubled on him. Right. So you are now frightened. Yes. George. So he clutches. So Jake is going to kind of like clutch his cloak in front of him at his chest, his own, Mm -hmm. and kind of put his hands up over his face a little bit. George, is that really you? I tried. I tried. What the hell's going on over there, Jake? Who are you talking to? You saw what we were going through. You saw what we were up against. There was no saving anyone. But you're alive, Jake. You survived. It was the will of Agma. Trust me, I had no clue. None of this was my doing. Dear George, you must believe me. And as you're pleading with George, the Lemuries surrounding you attack. Now I'm in trouble. Number one attacks with advantage. We missed. And misses with an 11. He swings just as I, like, fall to my knees. <laughs> and number 10 also attacks with advantage. And hits with a 21, doing three points of damage. And number seven here is going to pile on and also attack. And also hits with a 19, doing one point of damage. And then we cut to Cullen, who's wrapped up in chains. So blob number eight here attacks with advantage. And hits with a 19, doing three points of damage. Blob damage. All right, so Cullen, you're wrapped up in these uh, razor chains. They're cutting into your flesh, all while this hell blob is assailing you. You gotta break free. Roll a strength check. 22. 22, you break free. Nice. Now you can go your separate ways. Yeah, you broke the chains that bind you. Bind you. Mm. You can go your separate ways. I broke those chains that bind me. Someday love will find ye. And then I throw down the second wind. Ten points back. Nice. And then... um, that's uh, my action and my bonus action, so that's all I can do. All right, and then we go to the chain devil, who gives the chain a hard yank, 
pulling Elric closer and doing another nine points of damage. Wow. Oh, and then he uh, whips another chain around behind him at Jack. Oh, no. And hits with a 23. Oh, no. Doing 14 points of damage, uh, putting him into heavy, and Jack is now grappled as the chains wrap around him. Oh, no. <laughs> what a tight spot, fellas. And then we cut to Esmir, staring down at a spell book. What are you going to do, Esmir? Okay. Um, I'm going to try and dis- figure out what to do with the book again. Okay, roll another Arcana check. But this time, um, since you don't have a flesh blob in your face, go ahead and roll with advantage, because you have the code uh, in the book. You just got to figure out the correct sequence. I got the Da Vinci code. Now I'm going <laughs> to do something weird. Get to cipher in, Esmeralda. I think it's password. Oh, shit. Oh, 18. 18. You got a great advantage. 18 is not enough. Oh, oh no. Oh, my God. No. Anybody got an inspiration? <laughs> I don't. Fresh I out have inspos. One. Oh, you have one? I have an inspiration I could give Inspire you. Inspire me, Jake. Yeah, but Jake is frightened. I don't know how inspiring he can be. Oh. He's freaking out right now. Mm. I mean, this is one of these moments where I would, I can give you my inspiration if the if the DM would allow it. But frankly, um, Jake is lost in this thing yeah. that's but happening. But wouldn't me, maybe me seeing him freaking out would inspire me to keep trying. Yeah. Okay, sure. I'll go with that. See? That's how you work it. That's how you work it. <laughs> Inspiration can go both ways, I guess. Good work, girl. Good work. <laughs> I'll save you, Jake. Oh, fudge monkeys. Even worse. Oh, 15 is not enough. It's bullshit. It's all right. That's my action. Yes, and as you're as you're doing that, as you're uh, trying to decipher Nalifarn's code and manipulate the symbols on the portal, we cut uh, to the image of the pit fiend hovering above you guys, and he chuckles. <laughs> Not so easy, is it? Not so easy, is it? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to Jack, freshly wrapped up in razor chains, and he's gonna try and break free. You can do it, Jack! Uh, he rolls a 16. Oh, just barely. But one of the links breaks, and he is free. Nice. Yeah. Good job, buddy. And then we cut to Elric, also wrapped in chains. Can he break free? Elric's not looking so good. He's taking a lot of damage from these chains. You know, blood is just pouring down his arms and legs from all the hooks and barbs cutting into his skin but he's still defiant. You won't take me like this. Come on, big man, you Eight can do plus it. plus six, 14, no, he can't break free. Oh, mm. Jesus. Come on. And then we cut to a frightened Jake, surrounded by gibbering, slimy blobs trying to pull him down. What are you gonna do, Jake? Um, okay, so... Uh, you'll be frightened till the end of this turn, you cannot move towards the chain devil. Gotcha, okay. All right. Um, um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to cast a Toll the Dead onto him. He has to make a wisdom save, and hopefully he fails. 
and he succeeds. Oh, he succeeds. Okay, so he succeeds. Oh, yeah. So then what I'm going to do is I was gonna I was hoping to take him out so then I could take out number one with the book, but since the book is already floating by his head, I'm gonna give it one last shot and call on Agma at this moment. Agma, you saved me before from the nightmare. Please try this again. And so I'm going to cast my book upon Lemure number 10's face. Stupid face. Stupid face. Stupid blobby face. 14 hits. Um, so that hits doing 1d8 plus 4, which is uh, 5 plus 4 is 9 and kills him. Mm. Nice. Blobby dies. And Jake is just freaking exhausted. Yeah, they've been all over Jake. Totally. You've been surrounded this whole time. Yeah, you've been pinned in that corner this whole time. The whole time. Three, and then three, and then three. <laughs> Leave me alone! <laughs> and the two remaining blobs on Jake are going to, uh, they're going to slither around to flank, and they both attack with advantage. No, stop it! <laughs> Number one swings a flesh arm and hits with a 21 doing one point of damage. And number seven also attacks and misses with a 14. Wow. And then we cut to Cullen, who's also got a Lemurie in his face, and it attacks and hits with an 18, doing three points of damage. So Cullen, you look out over the blob in front of you and you see that Jek is free, but Elric is still being dragged closer to the Chain Devil. And you see Esmir with her face in the spell book, while Jake and his book are fighting off two blobs. And as you're doing this, as you're analyzing the battlefield, oh, you no. suddenly see another figure step out of the smoke. No. Oh, it's an old man wearing a kilt, and you immediately recognize him. It's Grampy, <laughs> Grampy McGregor. And he looks at you with his old sunken eyes and says, you should have stayed home, son. You should have never went to Raven's home. Now they'll know your secret soon enough. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. And as the fear begins to wash over you, roll a wisdom saving throw. Hmm. Now Jake is even intrigued. Are you like a serial killer? Like no, but he pissed off his grandparents. A 10, shit. And you are suddenly overcome with fear as Grampy's words echo in your head. You should have stayed home. Oh boy. And you are now frightened and all your roles will be at disadvantage. Oh boy. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do what I can. Disadvantage. Oh fuck. Garbage, garbage. I still hit. 11 hits. These oh guys, my God. Uh, you only need a seven to hit these guys, so. Oh, okay. It's not that big of a deal. Dying, I killed him. Right. Ah! I'm tortured with fear, yet I will kill you. You bastard. And um, so now that he's out of the way. Um, you can't move towards the chain devil while you're frightened. Well, I wasn't going to anyway. I was thinking I'd go diagonally and go after Lemur number seven. Okay. So we'll hack that guy down with an axe then run over and stick a sword in this guy. And that oh. hits. Doing five points of damage. 
not doing a great amount of damage. And then we bring the second axe down on his head, or what he passes for a head. <laughs> 19. And another 7 11 nice. points of damage. Boy. He's in heavy. Nice. All right, and then we cut to the chain devil who gives Elric's chain another yank, pulling him right up to the devil's face. Oh no. Oh, and the damage takes Elric out. Oh no. And just before Elric uh, passes out, the devil whispers in his ear This is the suffering you will come to enjoy when you. Oh my god. Oh man. I don't like this. And as he's uh, toying with Elric, another one of his chains whips out at Jack. Oh, and it misses. Jack ducks out of the way. I'm not going anywhere, you fiend. <laughs> Bitch. And then we cut to Esmir with her uh, back up against the wall of dwarven bones, looking at Nalifarn's spellbook. Oh, God damn it, I gotta figure out this stupid book. Where's Tom Hanks when you need him? <laughs> All right, roll another Arcana check with advantage. Mm. All right, 22. 22 is not enough. Oh, no. Oh, come on. You gotta, like, get a natural 20 with your bonus or some crap. So you figured out some parts of the drawing, <laughs> but uh, several of the symbols just aren't matching up. But you feel like you're getting close, right? Like you, like you almost got it figured out. Okay, well, I don't... I can't. Any of you guys got any inspiration points? Nope. Nope. Fresh out. I should have gotten one by now. <laughs> Come to think of it. Hey, I never got my birthday one. <laughs> oh, hey. Wait. <laughs> Look at her face. Shush. Look Didn't you just face. have a birthday? Christine, you're hilarious. <laughs> Look at your face. Hey. Just... We should not get gypped like this. Okay, there's nothing else I can do. All right, so then we go to Jack, who is uh, gonna continue attacking the chain devil. Let him go, you fiend! And he hits with a 21, doing 13 points of damage, and he swings again. And hits again with another 21, doing 11 more points of damage. So Jack's just hacking away at the fiend, but the chain devil seems uh, unfazed by his attacks. Oh boy. God dang it. And then we cut to Jake, and Jake, you watch as your friend George gets uh, swallowed back up by the smoke, and he calls out to you one more time. Jake, why? And he disappears into the smoke, and you're no longer frightened. What are you gonna do? So I'm gonna stand up from being on my knees and begging uh, George George to understand that I only ever did, I, I, he failed himself. I did nothing to make matters worse. Um, and I'm going to cast Toll the Dead onto uh, Lemur number seven. Okay. Who, uh, is in my vision, is in my view as, and I see Elric collapse behind him and I scream out, no! And I drop it on him. <laughs> and he fails. He fails. Now Jake is and just he's gonna die. pissed he off. Is going to die. And 
because he's already injured, does 2d12 necrotic. Ooh. Yeah, oh, so man. 13 points, and he's dead. Exceeds by 10. And then I see my book floating where the last Lemure's head was, and I... And I just whip my arm and cast it at Lemure number one behind me. And that does 16 plus 23 points, which is a walloping blow to his head. (laughs) And that does eight points of damage and kills him. Another blob goes down. There you go, Jake's moment of intense action. Absolutely, I am so pissed off right now. And so that is what I do. Can I yell something out? Sure. Jake, I need help with this damn book. (laughs) (laughs) The last time I tried to read one of those, I blew up. (laughs) It won't blow up, just get over here. Oh, so actually I can move, right? Yes, you can move. Does he have to be next to me to give me guidance? Yeah, it's a touch spell. Yeah. It is a touch. That's why. Come over here so you can touch me. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I'll let you this time. 5, 10, 15, I'll finally say yes. 20, 25. I'm taking the long way around because this guy's whipping his hands around and I'm freaked yeah, out yeah. by those. Um, but I can't give you guidance um, until next turn. Mm. Okay. All right, Cullen. Jake has just taken down the last two blobs. The uh, floor of the ossuary is littered with their gross, twitching flesh. And uh, Esmir has just called out for help. And in front of you, the smoke slowly envelops Grampy McGregor. And he waves (laughs) his finger at you and says, You should have stayed home. Oh, Grandpappy. Mmm. I know. If I had stayed home, my secret would be safe. You'd have a whole drawer full of skivvies. <laughs> and as he disappears into the smoke, you hear, And you should have brought more skivvies, you fool. <laughs> I was in a hurry. No time to pack. <laughs> All right, Cullen, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Mm, well, I don't want, in case more of those lemurs appear, let's see, I could go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, um, 30, and get next to Esmeralda in case they more appear and she gets flanked. She won't get flanked now. Okay. So I skirt the perimeter of the room, holding my arm up over my eyes like, no, no, Grampy, no! And I get over next to Esmeralda. I'm here, Esmeralda. I'm not, I'm not sure how useful I'll be, but it's at least okay. won't get flanked. Thanks, Colin. And then we cut uh, back to the chain devil, who's got an unconscious Elric in one chain, and he whips another chain at Jack again. No! And hits with a 16, uh. doing 11 points of damage as the barbed chains wrap around him and Jack is now grappled again. And then we cut to Esmir, trying to figure out this infernal puzzle. All right. Roll an arcana check with advantage. Okay, we don't want it. It's like a Rubik's Cube. I hate those things. It's an anagram of Hephaestus. Oh, 
26. Mm. Ah, 26 is enough. (laughs) So you um, align the runes in the correct order, and you now see the infernal incantation to close the portal. And since you can speak infernal, go ahead and call it out. Okay, so it's gonna sound a little bit like uh, when you play Led Zeppelin backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right, then you all watch as the uh, red runes on the floor begin to flicker like a like a neon light, right? And the infernal circle it begins to shrink, and then up above the image of the pit fiend that's hovering above you guys also begins to flicker. And he's like, curse you, wizard. Curse you too, scumbag. <laughs> curse you. And then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna jump over and be like, guys, we gotta save Jack and Elric. And I'm gonna go to Jack, who's closest to me, and I'm gonna try and pull the chain off him. Okay, and it's his turn. Uh, so I'll give him advantage on his strength check. Okay. Pull, Jack, get this thing off you. All right, so you grab the chain and the barbs and razors cut into your skin as you pull and your hands begin to pool up with blood and Jack's like, pull, Esmir, pull. I got you, boy. (laughs) (laughs) And he rolls a dirty 20. Boom, baby. And the chains break off of him. Yay. I broke the chains that bind you, bro. <laughs> no. I feel a lawsuit from Journey coming. <laughs> no, they're cool, man. They're, <laughs> they're cool. cool. They're cool. And as they're Jack cool. gets free of the chain, the infernal circle uh, continues to uh, shrink and close in around the chain devil and Elric. And up above, the flickering image of the pit fiend looks down on you and he says, Well, it seems you're more capable and clever than I thought. But all is not lost. And perhaps we'll meet again. (laughs) And his image finally flickers out and the circle shrinks to a point around the devil and Elric and they both disappear in a bright flash of red light. And the only thing left is Elric's raven stole lying on the ground where he was just standing. Oh. Elric! No! Holy shit. He drug him to oh hell. God. Oh my god. So Esmir's gonna look at the Esmir's gonna look at the rune and she's gonna try and see if she's gonna try and like de- think, can I open it again with this? Um, possibly, but it would take, you know, further study and research. And I mean it's an irrational thought, but that would be her first thought, would be to like open open it again so we can go get him. Jake is going to walk over. He's going to um, he's going to go and sit down in a corner and he's just going to pull up his spiritual book onto his lap and sit there yeah, and hold I his think... knees hold his knees to his chest and rock back and forth for a little while. Yeah. I think Esmir is just going to sit on the ground too and, and, and AC's going to fly over to her. She's just going to sit down. Um... Because, I mean, look, it was his tutelage. Yep. I mean, he was there to protect him and to guide him and to, right? I mean, not let him get sucked into hell. That's for damn sure. Hey, 
I was sword bound to him. This is not how it was supposed to end. We're going to avenge him and we're going to go get him because he's somewhere in hell. He's probably somewhere where that stupid gem is that I lost in my bed. I... Somewhere. Wow. That was brutal. I don't think Jake really likes this adventure anymore. And Jack, uh, he falls to his knees amidst the uh, scattered bones and he picks one up and he's like, why, Dumathoin? How could you let this happen here in your sacred space? Jack, everyone, we've got to, we've got to think of the people of Julkin. We've got to think, we've got to get them out of here. We've got to stop their nefarious plan. I'm sure Elric would want that. Can't fall into ourselves and give into despair. You know what I hate more than spooky houses and devils? Speeches? When kids are actually <laughs> right. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> feeling lost in despair as they contemplate the fate of their dearest friend, Elric. Will they be able to rescue him from whatever hell he was taken to? Who is Cher, and what would she be doing in a dwarven ossuary? How do you forget that you signed a contract with the devil? And what is so bad about separate ways? I love that song. Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. So there you have it. We've wrapped up Elric's story here in the Scourge of the Sword Coast, while at the same time leaving it open for his return. Now, the Hell Portal in the Ossuary was already part of the module. So that's what gave me the idea, right? And the only changes I made were adding more Lemuries to make it, you know, more challenging for their level. And I added the Chain Devil uh, because I thought, you know, the whole idea of being dragged into Hell uh, with chains was really cool. And it was also a monster that I knew they couldn't beat. Uh, it's a challenge rating eight. It's worth like almost 4,000 experience points. So that way, you know, I knew that Elric would be taken, right? And I could, you know, wrap up that, that part of the story. And the Chain Devil, uh, it also had that unnerving mask power, which was a great way for me to delve further into Jake and Cullen's backstories, which was one of my favorite parts of the session. And it all came from, you know, reading the monster stat blocks. You know, I read that power and I was like, okay, this is cool. I can use this. Now, as far as the portal goes, I made that uh, more difficult than in the module. Uh, because I was afraid that Esmir, uh, you know, with her plus seven arcana, uh, would close it too quickly. And then all that, you know, tension would be lost. So I made it so it would only close if she rolled an 18 or higher. And I was hoping that that would give me a couple rounds, uh, you know, to play things out and to use this unnerving mask power, but not, not drag it out too much. And luckily, it worked out. 
Now, I'm not sure if you noticed, but there was a mix-up in the encounter, and that was Jake's spirit guardians that suddenly disappeared halfway through. And that's because this encounter was split into two different play sessions, right? It was getting late and we had to stop playing. And then when uh, we got together again, you know, a couple weeks later, uh, everyone forgot that they were out there. And I didn't realize it till I was editing. So, you know, teachable moment there for DMs and players. Take notes at the end of a session, especially if it's a battle. And uh, then as far as the visions that Jake was having of George and that guy with the albatross around his neck, those were taken directly from Jake's journals, which Brian has been writing uh, as his character's backstory and then putting them onto RollRayo.com and then some exclusive passages just for our patrons. So if some of that seemed a little confusing, go check that out. And if you're interested in bonus content, check out our Patreon page. You can find the link at RollRadio.com as well as a link to Sirenscape.com where I get all the awesome in-game music and sound effects. And there's also a link to Wizards of the Coast, the Wizards Behind Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, and the Scourge of the Sword Coast module. All right, thanks again for listening, everybody. And make sure to tune in next time as the players deal with the aftermath and they finally finish up Firehammer Hold.